Hey guys, real quick. If you are looking for a new career path and you're passionate about health and wellness, you're ready to take control of your own destiny, then I have just the opportunity for you. We have to tell you guys about Squeeze. Chris and I are obsessed with it. We are investors in the company. It is a way better massage experience from the founders of Drybar who have completely revolutionized the $16 billion massage industry. Their proprietary app allows guests to book, pay, set personalized preferences, tip, rate, and review all at your own fingertips. So after your massage, you can just float on out and it's absolutely stress-free. No awkward exchanges, no wait times, just a feel-good experience. Guys, this is exactly how massage should have been in the first place. That's why we're so proud to be a part of this company. The first squeeze location opened in March 2019 in LA. And with their proven success, they are now franchising it. So this means you can be a part of it as well. So you have got the opportunity to work with the founders of Drybar, bring squeeze to your community, and have ownership of your career in life. And my favorite part about franchises like this is that it's already done for you in terms of the guidance. They make it so easy to own a squeeze by providing each operating partner with the tools, playbooks, and resources to build a successful business. Squeeze's co-founder and CEO, Brittany Driscoll, is the former VP of marketing for Drybar and has built a team of operators, creatives, marketers, and strategists to support the national expansion of Squeeze. She's created a people-focused, feel-good culture, which makes it no surprise that Squeeze has over 15,000 five-star reviews an NPS score of 82, which is higher than Starbucks, Nordstrom, and Apple, over 100 million PR impressions, almost 1,000 monthly members, and most importantly, a happy team, with over 96% of therapists recommending Squeeze as a great place to work. So not only would you get to work with the founders of Drybar, but Squeeze is offering exclusive perks to their founding franchisees. Learn more by going to squeezemassage.com. Again, that's squeezemassage.com slash earn and fill out the application at the bottom of the page. That's squeezemassage.com slash earn, E-A-R-N, and fill out the application at the bottom of the page. It's a no-brainer. You can offset the new level of work that is required to get to where you're going and required once you get there by leveraging that newfound success into recruiting other individuals to help you share that workload. Welcome everybody to the Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back. With another episode of He Said, She Said. And we're going to talk about something that might be holding you back that you don't even know is holding you back because that was the case for us. Mm -hmm. And that is do you have an unknown fear of success? And I actually want to start with this. I used to hear the phrase, a fear of success. 
And I thought it was the most BS phrase on the planet. I thought it was so dumb. I literally was like, oh yeah, I'm so afraid of the extra money. Oh yeah, I'm so afraid of the accolades. Oh yeah, I'm so afraid of the cops. And I used to think people were making that up as an excuse to not take action and they were really afraid of something else. But the more I dug into it, the more I realized it's a real thing. And a a fear of success is actually made up of a bunch of micro fears Mm -hmm. about potential change. You know, I got a couple of messages in my DMs about this asking, have you specifically done a podcast on fear of success? And I know that we have, we've talked, we've talked about it a lot, but mm-hmm. we haven't done one specifically about it. Yeah. And I think the most important thing that you can do is, is the awareness of what it actually is. And some of you have it, but have never put the label fear of success on it because it is deep rooted in many other things. And for me, I'm going to just unpack a little bit of my version of fear of success mm-hmm. was that my friends, my current friend circle, my current social circle and my family would no longer accept me if I started to become successful because that would mean that maybe I wouldn't have time for them. Maybe it would look selfish that I had to put a lot more time into my business or maybe I would make more money than my parents and my Mm -hmm. friends. And then you know, what fun is it to go on these extravagant vacations or be able to have these nice things or this beautiful home if you're worried that your friends are going to be jealous or compare or talk about you. And even worse, you do start to become successful and they do start talking about you Mm -hmm. because they will. It's an absolute fact. I don't know anyone who has broken out of the, you know, kind of the the level of- Circle of of influence. the, The circle of influence that they're in and gone to a different level. I don't I don't want to say the levels are better or worse, but just gone to just a different. different level where it is the mindset of it's pack mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever anyone leaves the pack, we get scared and we have to make it bad or we have to say something about it in order to protect us. We either want that person to come back, right? Or we want to make sure that nobody else leaves. Well, we either have to do the work Mm-hmm. to leave the pack with them to this new exciting place, or we have to make them bad for leaving the pack because we don't want to do the work. Right. And sometimes that's where the fear of success comes in. It's not that we don't know how to do the work. It's not that we don't think we could do the work to get there. It's not that someone else isn't already showing the way. Mm-hmm. It's that it means we would have to show up. And worse yet, sometimes this fear of success is reinforced because one person leaves, right? They, they ascend to this different level and, and things are exciting, except you hear people in your pack starting to talk about them. And then subconsciously you say, whoa, if I were to go do the same thing on a different trajectory, then they're probably going to say the same things about me yes. and it holds you back. And it's usually never conscious. That's why I say, is it a hidden fear of success? And it's funny because what holds us back is a couple of things. Number one, we somehow seem to think that we have made unspoken agreements with people that we will always remain the same, the same economic level, the same level of ambition, the same level of curiosity, the same level of accomplishment, except no one stays the same, number one. And number two, you're not supposed to stay the same. So people are operating on these unspoken contracts that they're all going to stay the same, but it is impossible to stay the same. That's number one. Number two, the phrase good is the enemy of great. I think it was first coined by Jim Collins in the book, Good to Great. But there is no phrase truer than this. When you've got a good group of friends, when you've got a good circle of influence, what holds you back from being great is you don't want to upset good, right? Hey, my friends are pretty good people. Hey, my friends are, you know, they're doing well. Hey, my friends are pretty good at supporting me. 
But if I did what it took to stand out, to be different, to work more, to see them less, to get to great, then I am upsetting good. And the, the, the punchline is this. When things are horrible, when things hurt, we'll do whatever it takes to avoid that pain. But when things are good, we've lost that motivation to do what, to step through the additional pain it takes to get to great. Yeah, I'll, I'll share the next one outside of the social ideas of fear of success because that's enough, that's big enough in itself. I find that that is usually the one that most people have. And the next one, I think this is more for people who have already had some success. They're now afraid of even bigger success, like next level success. We see this and hear about this all the time. And that is fear that the more that you become successful and the more that you grow, the bigger your workload is going to be. And mm-hmm. also potentially the bigger the bigger the target you could be, yep. right? Just for so many different things, the bigger the problems that could arise in your business. And this is a real fear with already successful people. If you've heard from so many people, they kind of like hit this plateau or you hit this number that you just kind of stay stuck at right. or, or this you know, this level that you just can't seem to get past. It's most likely because there are some things going on that you're afraid of. Have you experienced that, Chris? I totally have. I mean, this has crept up in my life so many times because I really value freedom. I really value choice. I really value relaxing. Like at the core, I think I'm a lazy person. Now, (laughs) outside looking in, you guys are probably like, what? He's insane. I actually really think I'm a lazy person. Like in my genes, I think I was built to be lazy and enjoy it. Like I can sit around all day watching movies and you can't, right? We're built differently. You have to admit that. We're truly built differently. And because of that, I've got this this unbeknownst to me, well, now I know about it, but I had this unbeknownst to me fear that not could I get there. I already knew I could get there. Not what if I failed. I knew it'd be a success. But if I got there, does that demand a workload out of me that robs me of my freedom, of my choice, of my Mm -hmm. enjoyment? of doing what I want to do, not what I have to do. Because I highly value those things. And the punchline is this. Yeah, with more success, more work is required. But you get to be smarter and you get Mm -hmm. to delegate that work. And you get to find other people and empower them and lift them up to help you with the work. And you get to create the most beautiful thing in the world and that is jobs. Mm -hmm. And the more successful you are, the more you get to create these great jobs. And now you're giving other people hope and new roles and new responsibility and new rewards by creating great jobs that people love working with. And you can offset the new level of work that is required to get to where you're going and required once you get there by leveraging that newfound success into recruiting other individuals to help you share that workload. So it doesn't have to be a radical change to the the level of workload that you have right now. Yeah, and you... Look, you're not going to see the path right away. If you're just like, look, I'm, I'm even more afraid of success because I can't even figure out how to do that. You're not going to be able to do it all at once. It's going to be one person at a time, you know, one step at a time with that. And the thing that you have to do is you just have to jump in. You have to take the leap and you have to trust. And you also have to go into each, you know, project that you're doing or, or each uh, vision that you're creating with this idea of, I'm going to look at how I can delegate. 
like always looking at how you can create the team, even if that's just getting freaking scrappy and trying to figure out how to delegate, barter, trade, and do all those things. And, you know, I think for me, one of my fears was like, okay, I'm going to be really busy the next few years. And what if my husband, like, I, I want to make sure I have time for him. And oh my God, what if he doesn't understand? And the biggest thing for us is communication. Like, sometimes I just have to say, I know that you want to go away for a month in the RV. But right now, I just need a little bit of time to figure this out because I am in the busiest season. Let's see how we can, you know, compromise. Let's see what this could look like. But for right now, just give me a little bit of space to figure it out. That's a great point. I love that. Over-communicate, right? Create what you need in order to get to the level of success that you want to get to without making it uncomfortable. That's number one. Number two is this. I want you guys to actually work so hard at up-leveling New, a new circle of influence that the fear of success or the fear of change, because that's what it really is, is far outweighed by the fear of staying the same with the same group of people that you have. In other words, I want you to have a fear of fitting in. And that is up-leveling your circle of influence so much that now you're afraid that, well, I don't want to have to fit in with the old way of being anymore. Because I see this new way. I see how people are doing it elegantly. I see how people are doing it in a successful way. I see how people are doing it in joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, the thing you have to know is just going there. I think the most important thing to do is let yourself go there. Let yourself look at the fears. Like give yourself some space and be like, what am I really afraid of? And I would write that down. I would think about it. I would ask for support around it. And then I would write down, how can you best support yourself? Who could you talk to who's been here before? These are all things that I do is I always try to look at how can I support myself around my actual fear and also asking who's been here before that I know that they could ask how to support themselves. So the punchline is this. Guys, a fear of success is really a fear of change. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, every time that I've gotten to a new level that I was once afraid of, that change was mitigated by the success providing resources to help you with that change. It's worth it. It's worth the journey. Step through the fear. I promise you once you get there, remember hindsight's twenty twenty. looking back, you're going to say, I can't believe at one point I wanted to stay where I was back then. Someone in your family and friends group is waiting for you to do the thing. They are waiting for you to prove that it's possible that someone they know did it. Trust me, it's not going to happen for you. You know, your social circle is probably not going to come with you right away. But in two years, three years, five years, it's going to be absolutely insane the messages you're going to get from people who've been watching silently on the sidelines. Unfortunately, the ones who really are going to do it are, are a little more quiet in the beginning and the ones who are against it are real loud. So just remember that. Like the people who want to stop you are loud and the people who are like cheering you on are really silent, but they are going to, they are going to be so grateful for you later on. And speaking of like finding people that cheer you on and kind of set the bar for you, Lori, what do I do for you every single morning when I wake you up? You say a mantra. Yep. I wake you up to a positive mantra because I wake up naturally happy. I wake up naturally positive. And Lori, you don't wake up positive, right? Usually not. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not your default. And it I, is my default. I'm like, I want to keep sleeping. And so I'm able to quickly shift her lenses for the day by waking her up to a mantra. I've committed to doing that for you too, for absolutely free. I mean, and Lori, I have to thank you for this because you're like, heck, you should do this for everybody. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to wake up to this. I'm like, oh my God, I should. So now every single morning when I wake up, I text you a different positive perspective. Sometimes around business, sometimes around money. But every single morning, literally just as an act of kindness, 
I will text you a positive perspective of the day. If you want to get those, text me the word daily at 310-421-0416. Again, just text me the word daily. Text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. And I will text you every single morning when I wake up a positive perspective of the day. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Give us a tag. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. And until next time, we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.